if it's true we're talking about the expansion of your soul or the, the limitlessness of your soul, the astrology is talking straight to your soul. Because we all have these funny little egos. I have one. I think you have one, but based on your hairdo. Like everyone has this, and we get dressed up in the morning, put the little outfit on, we put the little smells on, we make sure we have a job, we put the little car, the car's a mess, the car's clean. It's all based on your ego. But the more important conversation is the soul. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, discover our unique gifts, and make a lasting impact on the world by connecting with our souls. I'm sharing with you all the wisdom and tools I've been taught on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, business, and spirituality. I'll be having conversations with other creative entrepreneurs who have manifested outward success by doing inner work. Success comes from within. Let's go on this expansive journey together. Hello, welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I am thrilled you're here with me today. I have on a very special guest. Her name is Deborah Silverman. She is my astrology teacher. She is the wizardress who has inspired me to be myself, own my gifts, step into my power totally go for it and has given me a beautiful, beautiful gift of understanding my soul's requests and how I came into this world via the knowledge of astrology. And I had to put this episode out early because A, this is one of the best episodes I've ever recorded. Deborah is just a well of wisdom. And we talked about so many different things from what's going on in the state of the world. Is there a new normal? Um, the renaissance that's happening in our lifetime right now. Um, we talked about what's going on in the world in reference to childbirth. So that was really fun. <laughs> um, and you get to know a little bit more about Deborah and her journey and where she came from and how she got to be where she's at right now, where she's serving so many people all across the world, helping people tap into their gifts and share them with the world, just like I have been inspired to. All of her teachings have helped me apply astrology in such a practical way. And I love that because I'm a Capricorn. Hello. And it's been able to give me this really unique insight into how I want to express myself through my business. Deborah's Astrology School is for anyone who is seeking to get to know yourself on a much deeper level and not have all of the jargon and all of the fluff and get straight to the point and learn about the elements and nature and how the heavens and the earth are connected, how they're in you, they are you, and how to infuse it into your daily life and also into your business so that you can feel like you are doing what your soul came here to do. And it's a really beautiful offering. So we have teamed up and we have a special link in the show notes. You can also go on our Instagram page, the link in our bio, and you can sign up for her course, Applied Astrology. It closes very soon, I think in the next um, two days. So you want to make sure to go click the link, get signed up um, and check it out. Seriously, it's one of the best investments I've ever made. I know you all see me on Instagram giving weekly energy forecasts in our Limitless Collective membership. I share energy forecasts for the entire season with intricate detail in how to align your own energy into your business and your life. And I've seen major success with our students and our peers who are in the membership with us as well. 
So if it's something that you're interested in, or if this if this conversation sparks something in you where you're like, I need this in my life because I know that it's something that called to me, please check out the link in the show notes. Check out the link in our bio on Instagram and see if applied astrology might be right for you. Um, Deborah Silverman, I'm just going to give you a quick overview of who she is before we hop into this because seriously, hang in there. The first thing she said was take off your seatbelt because she doesn't believe in seatbelts. We're not going to strap in. We're going to free fall. Um, she is part astrologer, part psychotherapist, psychologist, um, part comedian, and she's all real and you will soon find that out. No social masks whatsoever. Over the past 40 years of private practice, Deborah has helped thousands of individuals achieve emotional health and wisdom based on their unique personality and the four elements, water, air, earth, and fire. Deborah's mothering approach, she's the fairy godmother and now she's mine, she has adopted me, um, to understanding people has earned her international fame and admiration. So take off your seatbelt, plug in this episode, check it out. This is an amazing conversation with myself and Deborah Silverman, and you will definitely want to take some notes. She's dropping some major knowledge and let us know what you think. Take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories, tag Deborah Silverman, tag myself. I'd love to hear what you think about this episode because I am seriously so pumped about it. All right. Welcome Deborah Silverman to the Limitless Soul podcast. Limitless Soul. I love the sound of that. Oh, it's good. It's it's good. It feels good. Limitless soul. We could do anything today. We can, and we will. We're going to get out of the way, and we're going to see what is going to come through and what's going to happen for us. And Okay, so everyone take off your seatbelts. That's the first thing you got to do. Yes. I don't use seatbelts. Free fall. This is a free fall. Yeah. Ooh. So, Deb, you are my dream guest. I am, like, over the moon excited about having you on today. Um, I feel like I've had on, I was telling you before we called, so many hairdressers that I've talked to about doing inner work and experiencing outer success. And I started to want to talk to more people, like take the career, take the identity off, take all of the things off and just find people who felt really aligned to me that have done inner work and experienced that like manifestation of outer success but still feel connected to their soul and, and can keep manifesting and using their gifts and, and skills that we're going to talk about through astrology um, that we both have a love and passion for to create a life in this physical world that feels so good and it's doing something for people beyond themselves. So I'm so excited. It's hey, lesson number one. We're no longer calling it manifest. We're calling it woman fest. Mm. Yeah. Why is it manifest? Look at us. Do we look like manifestors? We're woman festers. Yeah. Woman festers. I like that. It's true. I made it up. I'm like, I'm sick of calling everything man, man, man. This is a woman festing program that I live in, which I've decided as a woman that I can be a limitless soul. I love it. It's perfect. It's very new paradigm. We're yes. shifting. Changing language. This is you and I both. That You have a son in the third house, as you know. So you're kind of a Gemini in disguise. And Gemini's gift is changing language to update it to whether it's nicknames or whether it's new language or it's learning about funny ways to put words. It's one of my things. It's one mm. of my things. I love it. Do you know what's funny is right before we got on this call, I was feeling a little anxious. So I was like, I, my mind all of a sudden focused on something. And I was like, kind of getting into the groove singing singing songs have you watched hamilton 
the musical? Yes. Okay. So Lin-Manuel created me in a man in Alexander Hamilton's body as a theatrical presentation. And I was like, I am Alexander Hamilton. Oh my God. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm curious what his natal chart looks like. And so I (laughs) looked up Alexander Hamilton he is born two days after me. We literally. No. Yeah. And they call that synchronicity. Yeah. It was so funny. I was like, oh my gosh, I am him. He is me. It was really funny. There's only one of us here. You want to write that down? There's only one of us here. Ooh, that I is. I love that line. Oh, that's so good. That's very soul. That's very limitless soul. And that's where we're going to start. So you did interview, you did the online self-study program. Yes. Tell me about that. It has literally changed my life. I can't even begin to to put into words how thankful I am for you and your work and just like digging so deeply into your gifts and sharing them unapologetically and just everywhere because we all need it. Um, I have a membership community where I help people find alignment in their careers and get connected with their souls because that's been my journey is constantly trying to find more and more alignment. I want to be happy. I I don't want to keep checking off boxes. It's like, okay, do New York fashion week, check. Okay. Do this check. Okay. Break all the boundaries check. And I'm like, I'm still like, what's next. So um, I have turned it into my business to help other people find that same alignment. And through studying astrology and continuing to study astrology through your program, because it's been the only thing that has made sense to me. Everything else is like, Um, I've been able to infuse some of these teachings into um, things that have made sense for me so that I can help other people. Um, so if you're out there listening, highly recommend. Like, Well, when a thousand is this out airing? Because, because guess what? The school, do you know this? You can take the yeah. class. I want to give it to you. I'm going to make that happen because it's much easier doing a mentor. There's two ways to take level one. Level one is 10 people in a room with a mentor who studies your chart before you get there. And it's six weeks long, once a week. And you take a dive, as you know, from interview, like first you talk about the elements and then you talk about your mind and you talk about your life. But it's so much, I am a codependent. I just tell everybody, I got to stop saying that. But I like when people help me. Like I'm Libra rising. So I didn't do the, you're a Capricorn. So you can do the self-study program because you've got Scorpio rising. I can dive and I can study my, I'm like, can you help me? Kind of embarrassing. So if you're that person, I don't know when this is airing, but the school starts September 14th. It only happens twice a year, September and January. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and they're, and we're going to put links in the bottom. So if you're listening right now, as soon, pause it, go check the show notes, sign up, come back. Um, like you definitely oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So then you guys, that's so good to know. So if you tell us that you came under the influence of Kelly, we will support you. Um, the class is a deep entrance. I am also a psychotherapist, so I'm not just an astrologer. So looking at your chart and seeing how deep your Scorpio rising is and your Capricorn serious, like you don't do things halfway. You can't do it halfway. Mm-hmm. So astrology brought to you by this class was developed by someone that can't do things halfway. That would be me. And so put you and I together and we're talking about serious transformation. It's not just theories. That's the thing I love when you said da 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 da. All that spiritual stuff that's just hot air, which is interesting, said the Gemini. But when you want to apply it, because you want to figure out why you keep feeling so depressed or why you can't lose weight 
or why you're always so loud or why you're such a mess or why you're such a neat freak and you're driving yourself crazy, it becomes super obvious in the first class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the elements. You, yeah. I love how you use the elements incorporated into it so strongly. Uh, I live in Michigan. You're a Michigan native. I'm a Michigander. So, you know, it's like you can't escape the nature. And so for me, like being really connected with the elements and being in a place that's so elemental, it, I've, I've seen it in such a different way. And I've been able to be um, more connected with the water that's surrounding me and the earth that's underneath me and the woods that I live in behind me. And um, the moon cycles and just the sunsets and the sunrises, it's so much richer and it's hard to explain until you start understanding the energetic frequencies that it carries. And you're like, <sighs> oh my God, waking up. It's kind of like, if, if it's true, we're talking about the expansion of your soul or the, the limitlessness of your soul. The astrology is talking straight to your soul because we all have these funny little egos. I have one. I think you have one that based on your hairdo, like (laughs) everyone has this. We get dressed up in the morning, put the little outfit on. We put the little smells on. We make sure we have a job. We put the little car. The car's a mess. The car's clean. It's all based on your ego. But the more important conversation is the soul, which for you is the rising sign, is the ascendant, and you're Scorpio rising. So you're just a deep yeah. one. <laughs> Why every you time can, someone says Scorpio, they're like, oh, oh, yeah, they you make have Scorpio noises. in your chart. <laughs> I love Scorpios. They're like, it's, I think it, if I had to say it's my favorite sign in its healthy form. And what you learn in the school is the unhealthy and the healthy. The, I think what happens for so many people, we're all exposed to astrology because it's the oldest science on earth second only to prostitution. I don't know why I always say that, but the two <laughs> oldest careers on this planet that live forever. Is that weird? Yeah. It's the stars and sex. Well, they both start with S and so does Scorpio and so does Silverman. We're in good company. So <laughs> the oldest, the oldest science on earth got kind of cheapened and turned into a parlor toy or like a trick or like games rather than seeing the real value of asking your soul, what did I sign up for this life? Like, who am I? And the chart is like a shortcut. It's like a, it's a shortcut straight into, Oh, you're Scorpio rising permission kelly to go deep with saturn and sad you have to be blunt like how, what was your big takeaway from doing interview tell me what stayed with you interviews a self-study oh program of level one i think the number one thing that it's it's given me is the permission to be who i am and who i'm supposed to be because for so long like I always wanted to be something or someone else. Like it wasn't good enough to be who I was. I, I'm like, I want to be like the, the Gemini's. They're like, so woo, everybody likes them. I'm so chatty. Or I'm like, I want to be more fierce or more fiery or outgoing. And I'm just like, I'm a work. I'm like somebody here to work. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to do yeah, all these course. things. And I, dun, 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 yeah. Dun. And I wanted to deny that. And then the other thing that I really uh, took away that has helped me so much with that identity of like, I'm Capricorn. Okay, screw it. I'm here to work. I got to get things done, be in charge. Okay, fine. I accept it. Was that my um, career line, my midheaven is in Leo. And I was like, yay, I can have fun working. And like, oh I can. Oh my God, that's so perfect for a hairdresser. Yeah. My career lies in Leo, the hairdo. Yes. And so it's. See, you that... can't make this up. It's so funny. Yeah. And so that really helped me understand why I was so interested in theater and um, I wanted to be a musician in a band or I wanted to be an actress in Hollywood when I was a kid. 
I didn't want to be anything else. And then when I was 18, I was like, oh, this is going to be, that's a lot of work. That's hard. I don't know. I don't know if I have the self-confidence to do that. What can I do? I can be a hairdresser. And um, so as my career has evolved, I, as I have to use mediums like social media and a podcast, I'm like, how do I express myself? Because I am an actress. Like I am, I'm a showman. I love entertaining. And so learning how to do things like make funny videos. Like I love your, your weekly videos that you do. And I'm like, I just have to tap into that creativity. I got to tap back into that Leo, that sacral, like get it going. And it's really shifted in this last year while I've been studying with you um, because it made sense. I'm like, and because I like logic, I'm like, this is making sense to me. I know your Capricorn must have felt such relief. And that's what happens to everyone in the school is they come in wishing they were someone different. It happened to me too. Like, why do I have to be the one that's always talking? Because you're a Gemini Libra and you've got the gift of the gab. And then why am I the one that always says I have shades of Tourette's? Like I say, I have the same thing you have. Like it comes out of my mouth. I'm like, oh my God, did I just say that? And that's my life lesson. How do I like even saying Tourette's, it's a politically incorrect thing. Everyone's getting mad at me, but I don't know what else to say. It's such a short term for saying, I spill the beans. You do it too. Spontaneously, spontaneous expression. Erupting. <laughs> yes. Welcome to fire. So, so when I figured out as my life has continued, because I'm older, I'm a lot, lot, lot older than you. When I figured out that, wow, when I'm myself, I have all this energy. When I'm trying mm -hmm. to fit in or feeling self-conscious or feeling like I'm not really comfortable because I don't want to be the person I am, everything goes wrong. So to your point, when you realize you had Leo in the mid having permission to be a show off, go ahead and do it. Mine is cancer. I'm a mom. Like I didn't understand why I was always the one that wanted everyone to come to my house. All my kids like bring them over to this house. Cause I've got such a natural instinctual mom energy mm -hmm. and I didn't really have a mom. Well, I did, but I didn't. Um, and she's dead now, so I can say nice things about her now. She's a lot easier to get along with. Uh, but when she was alive, I, I didn't, how would I be a good mom when I had that for a mom? But it came instinctually. And so accepting that and encouraging that behavior, it makes you feel so much like you're being your real self. Mm. Happy so birthday I'm, to us. Yeah, I'm curious to turn it on, on to you and your journey of when you started discovering this stuff? Like, is there a pre this Deborah, Or has this been something you always have been in tune with? You know, I grew yourself? up, as you know, in, in Oak Park in Detroit in a suburb. And literally, this is so funny, you're gonna laugh. When I was like, I'm gonna say 10 years old, cause I was, are you in second grade at 10 years old? Is that second no, grade? No, probably I, like fourth. Because I had just learned how to address an envelope where they teach you how to put the thing on this line and then thing on that line. I remember learning. And so in the Detroit News came this cartoon section that said, order your astrology chart. And I figured out how to use an envelope. So I ordered my astrology chart when I was a little girl, sent it in the envelope. I was so excited. I, I, why do I remember this? And then when it came to my house, it was the wrong chart they sent me. But that was, but that was when it first started. That was my first entrance. And then... Fast forward, I was in junior high at Oak Park, at Frost High School in Oak Park, and um, I got this book about the moon, the sun and the moon, and you could look in the back of the book, and I knew, every, to this day, I remember Ava Karn's chart, and Randy Milgram's chart, and Joel Bacow's chart, and Nancy Sklar's chart, and Matt Whiteson. I know all the kids I grew up with, I know their moon. <laughs> oh so gosh. it came to me very young, it showed up very young, and then by the time, it was so destined. 
By the time I went to university, I went to school in Toronto, which is just north of Michigan. Um, and I had a friend, my first really good friend, and she was, get this, a triple Gemini. And she was an astrologer. And she taught me. So she came home for the holidays to my house in September. It was a Jewish holiday from Toronto. And she sat at the table. This is another vivid memory. And she went around each person in my family. My dad lied about his birthday because that's Capricorn. He didn't want to, he thought the stuff was <laughs> rubbish. And then, but he, I finally called him out like, dad. And then she made every single person describe their character. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to learn that. So I never did anything but astrology, although I was a dancer and I studied psychology, but I never stopped doing astrology since I was, I guess I was, how old are you when you're in university? I guess I was 20, 18. Yeah, 20. I was 19. It was, I, it was my first year of university and you get, yeah, 18, 19 when I started. Wow. That's cute. That's a little Debbie. They called me Debbie. Then I said, excuse me, my name is Deborah and I'm now an astrologer. So let's just leave Debbie out. So don't call me Debbie. <laughs> and then you became, so you became a psychotherapist and an astrologer. Did you stay in Michigan? Did you move? How did you? I left. So I went to Toronto and then I went from Toronto. I lived in, for graduate school, I moved to Los Angeles and I did, okay. did two years in Los Angeles to get my master's degree. And then I moved to Canada for 20 years. I lived in Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And then um, the crazy thing is, I got on a radio show at my Saturn return. I was 20. It's the, you're bringing this out of me. I, your son's in the third house. So you ask good questions, but you have no air in your charts. So you're making me talk. So uh, I was 20. I want to say I was 28 years old, 28, 27, 28. And I did a radio show in Vancouver on the top talk show, driving home at five o'clock on CJOR. We're dry, and, the, and I, the first radio show was so successful. I just, people would call in. The woman was interviewing me and I would give them feedback and the producer called me when the show was over and said, how would you feel about doing a regular show? And I was like, what? So I quickly became this well-known astrologer in Vancouver, British Columbia for the next two years, every single week I was on her show. And I just had like, it would be like you cutting someone's hair that was up at the top notch. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you knew it probably happened to you. And the next thing you knew you were cutting everyone's hair that you were like, how did I get it? But that's destiny. That's called destiny. And you can't argue with her. She's bossy. She's pushy. And she tells you what to do. And if you listen to her, you can succeed. But if you resist her, which is why you come to an astrology class, you're like, destiny never came to my house. Well, then you find her number through your chart. 1-800-DESTINY. D-E-S-T-I-N-Y. It's seven. Oh, my God. Someone should do that. Someone should do 1-800-DESTINY. Do they still oh do God. that? Is that a thing? <laughs> Oh my God, that's the coolest idea. And it would come straight to our school. You'd call 1-800-DESTINY oh, and you'd get right. To, I'm going to tell my oh team. Oh my gosh, that's We just great. had a brain fart right here. Look at, we're having breakthroughs. This is great. Wow, that was good. I like that story. 1-800-DESTINY. Come learn astrology with Deborah Silverman and her team. Which by the way are fantastic. all women. I have, talk about women festing. I have 30 mentors that teach astrology and 10 women that work with me. And it's all a woman run company. I love Woman festers. I know it makes me so happy. So great. So you got on this, uh, this 1-800 line and then your, <laughs> and then your clientele, is that when your clientele started to pick up? Did you start getting yeah, people and calling? Then I and just never, you're, it's such a great question. You're interviewing me. I never stopped doing reading. So I started at the age of probably, I started in high school with those kids 
Then by the time I was 21, I met the triple Gemini who taught me. And I, I was obsessed, like probably you were with here. Like I could not stop talking astrology. Yeah. Then fast forward and my Saturn return, which by the way, you should all know about, go Google it, 28 to 30. We, you and I have the same Saturn. And then that's when the radio show happened. And then from there, I ended up in New York City with a manager and in London, England with a manager and people, wow. I guess I was good at it or something because people kept wanting me to talk. Or blah, you are following your soul's request. The one eight hundred number. Yeah. I have a song. You know my song. Falling in love with your fate. Falling in love with your fate. Falling, 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 falling in love with your fate. I love it. Wow, that's so what cool. I did. I fell in love with my fate. I couldn't argue with her. She's so bossy. But some people don't have that. Like there's people mm. listening to your show right now, and they're like, "Why did fate?" not come to my house mm -hmm. and they really suffer. And that's when astrology fits in because if you feel vague about what you're doing or you, maybe you're doing your fate, your destiny, but it feels awkward, it's because somewhere in your chart, you're not lined up. Mm -hmm. So in your case with Leo on your mid heaven, you figured out, oh, I'll do here and your Capricorn ambition and I'll be the best. And your son's in the third house and I'll talk and talk even though I have no ear. So you created a medium for you to be able to use your voice because your son's, whatever house the sun falls in is the most important position of the whole Zodiac. And yours is in the house of Gemini. Did you know that? No. It's in the third house. You are, that's why I want you to tell, okay, that's it, Kelly. I'm going to, here comes bossy boots, destiny lines. That would be me. I've We're had, getting you into level one. I know. I've just been having a, um, I feel like a limiting belief. This was my last episode. I was talking with a life coach and I was like, she, she did a live rapid coaching session. Why I put myself in that position? I'm not sure live. I was like, Oh Jesus, here we are. But I had a limiting belief of that. I don't have enough time for things um, as I'm building and growing things. And so then I start getting like, Whoa, uh, how can I commit so much? Because I want it to be perfect. And it's Virgo season. Right. So I'm like, so I've had having resistances of like, starting new things or like progressing and growing because you of have to overwhelm. prioritize, mm -hmm. but you have to be, this is where a coach, and that's so wise of you to bring her on. A coach is so important because you can't trust your Capricornian nature to not be able to say no, because you want to be the best. Mm -hmm. So I think the most, oopsie, the most important thing is um, making sure that you know your value system. And if you know that astrology or spirit, let's look at your chart and see. I wish I could share your chart, but I, I can look at it. So your progress moon. Oh my goodness. Did you know this? Your progress moon's at one degree Leo. Did you know that? No. I haven't, okay. I haven't gotten that deep yet. See, I know Krista okay. said something. So she goes, I wonder if your important. moon moved. <laughs> it did. It just moved this month. Hmm. The last three months has been building. But this is the month where you're saying, okay, it's about you now. It's about you coming out. Mm -hmm. dun, da, 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 da. And here we have Kelly's progressed moon and Leo asking her to stand up, stand out, and have <laughs> long hair. Will that work? <laughs> the prettiest hairdo. How did that happen? Me too. Me I've too. I've been just growing it. Because guess why? Because my progressed moon's in Leo at, at three degrees. I'm two months ahead of you. And my hair is getting so long. It and is. I got it's the beautiful. color. I, I'm so, I love the thank highlights. You so thank you. So cute. Yeah. It's, yeah. So Kelly, if you want to take the class, listen, I'm all about don't pressure people 
because you have to commit and you know enough about the cool thing about you. It'll be easier because you've done level one through interview. But if you want it, Kelly, I will make it available to you to get to the school and to be able to do level one at a discounted price because you're so pretty. Well, no, because everyone that runs a, no, that's not right. Because everyone that runs a podcast gets a discounted rate. Thanks, Deb. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk afterwards. I'll talk to you. We'll Dan. talk after this. Yeah, we'll talk. My people will talk to your people. Yes, because <laughs> I'm starting to have people, which is great. So then I can have more time. Did um, you interview Krista yet? Oh, yeah. Yep. She was. How'd that interview go? So great. Yeah. I'm going to probably have her back on because so much has changed. And we've been, it's been it's such a great and fun relationship to have with her because we've both been evolving so much. And, um, creating us really Has funny. she helped your business so much? Oh yeah. Yeah. We're in the process of, of doing some, some really fun special things that aren't, aren't out yet, but uh, yeah, we're doing some really good stuff together. She's been an angel. She's and she's a Gemini too. I like Gemini. My son's a Gemini. My I'm like, bring me all the Gemini's. Oh, they're the most fun. Your son's in the, you got to write this down. Your son's in the third house. You're a Gemini in disguise. Mm. You'll remember that. Whatever house the sun, think about the sky, whatever part of the sky the sun is in, like right now here in Colorado, I know you're in Michigan, the sun is at the very top of the sky, which makes for a very strong 10th house because the top of the chart is the midheaven. And when the sun's on the top of the chart, it's the high point of the day, we're all doing our career. So you were born in the nighttime, Mm -hmm. early in the morning at almost three o'clock, your son's in the third house, which means you're... Your house, your son's in the house of using the mind to be able to focus your teachings. Like you are a teacher. That's the third house. And you've probably been doing that since you were young. Am I right or am I right? A hundred percent right. Love when they say that. Ooh, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So I have, I have, I want to shift gears just for a minute because I have something okay. that I, I wrote down that I really wanted to ask you. And I really feel like you're going to know. Um, so a lot of people lately have been saying like, this is the new normal. I'm getting back into my new normal. And for some reason, I'm like really resistant against that because I don't feel like it's the new normal. I feel like we're in a transition. I feel like we're in like a, um, like a, like a, like a Renaissance. My yoga teacher calls it that a Renaissance. She's like, we're in a Renaissance. Um, and that something is, is going to be changing even more. But so many people keep saying, like, this is the new normal. Get used to it. Like, this is new normal. So what would you say about that? Like, do you feel like this is our new normal? Or what do you think? First of all, normal. Let's talk about normal. It's a setting on the dryer. There is no such thing as normal. That's all it is. It's a setting on the dryer. Is that one normal? I've not met one yet. So let's start there. So what you're really asking is, will this continue this transformational, unbelievably uncomfortable, unprecedented time? And the answer Mm -hmm. is yes. And that astrologically, we go through a difficult, we're in a lull right now. It's a little bit quiet. You know, everything feels a little softer here comes September. By the end of September and by October, it gets rough again. The edge comes back. By the election, November, there's a very disruptive energetic in the zeitgeist. And by January, the middle of January, we are really suffering as a collective. So normal, if normal is being uncomfortable, okay, we're going towards normal. If normal is how do I get out of here? No, you can't get to normal. I'm so sorry. So we're living with a birth. If you've given birth, you know what this is like. 
the baby's head is beginning to crown. Everyone's going into terror, unless you've been in the room before during a birth. And then you say, take some deep breaths. Everybody calm down. This is going to be very uncomfortable. She'll probably start screaming. The collective right now is giving birth. We are in a threshold. Now, if you didn't see it before, you would think something was so wrong. Like if you did not know what it was, what the woman's got this thing on her tummy. Nine months later, she's been crying. She's been screaming. She's been throwing up. She's awful. Now she's really screaming and yelling. And you're thinking, normal? What happened to normal? And then comes out this little teeny baby with the little teeny eyelashes and the little teeny fingernails. You're like, wow, we could not have predicted that. And where did it come out of? Let's not talk about that. So we're in this really bizarre moment where it's like that little hole birth that. So we're giving birth right now and everything's wrong. And it escalates all the way through January and through 2021. And then yes, the baby is born. And now the question really we should be asking is, what am I doing as a midwife? Am I solving the problem by being calm? Am I wise enough to be the voice of calm? Do I have the ability to soothe people and help them feel better? Or am I neurotic and neurosis? You know, like, am I going crazy with fear? So I want to ask everyone listening, what are you doing? This is part of my book, The Missing Element. What is your personality type doing? Like you're clearly earth. You're making practical steps to assist your business to provide for people. That's the answer of your midwife. She said, I'll woman fest. I'll help people. I'm going to use my voice. I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a school to give people their power back. The subtitle of my book is Compassion for the Human Condition. It's called The Missing Element. And by the way, I will send it to people with a signed copy and their chart in it if they sign up on my website. You can get it from Amazon, but I will send you a chart. The the name of the book is The Missing Element, Compassion for the Human Condition. My job is to help you be compassionate that we are fucked up. Oops, is that bad? No. I like swearing. It's good. Human nature by design is a little effed up because we don't know how to stay calm when the baby's being born, unless you're an old wise soul like Kelly or me. We, everybody calm down. Take a deep breath. This too shall pass, said the astrologer. And I'm going to warn you, we've got a good six months of being, this is calm right now. Mm-hmm. By the end of September, we'll have a different conversation. Mm. Is that because the planets that are in retrograde are going to be going direct? That's because Libra, the sun will be in Libra at the end of September. Mars will be opposite it because Mars is in Aries. And there's three planets in Capricorn that will be squaring it. There's a T-square that's all through the month of Libra. And that T-square is what happened during March. When when the whole thing started, Mm -hmm. we had the same thing going on. We had the square between Mars entered Aries, squaring all of the Capricorn, and it was the sun during the month of Aries. So everything went off. The same thing happened during the month of Aries. It's going to happen during the month of Libra, where the tension grows. And the politics of between the male and the female, between the Republicans and Democrats, between the, we're polarized. So our job, anyone listening to this, is to remember this too shall pass, but what can I do to help? Mm-hmm. I trust, said the astrologer, that everything will work out. I have so much deep abiding trust. And when the birthing begins and she's screaming, who's in the room to say to her, hold my hand, squeeze it. I know you're scared, but I got you. Mm. That would be you and me and whoever else is willing to be in the room. So may we all learn how to be the elder, no matter how old you are, that says, I heard an astrologer on Kelly's 
podcast, and she said, this too shall pass, and do not make the confusion something's wrong. This had to change. That's the first chapter of my book. It was I wrote the book four years ago, and the first chapter of the book is called Crisis. And I said, we've got to get to the crisis to wake up. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Who made that up? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they send us a memo? Be prepared. Everybody stay home. <laughs> yeah. So everyone who's listening right now might be like, okay, I get this. And you're, like you're saying, like, what do I do? And do you think that, like, we all have a unique role in this time, obviously. So maybe finding out that role, how do I participate? How do I show up? Because um, it's all going to be different. I know a lot of people for some time are like, I don't feel like I want to put myself out there. I don't want to feel like I want to grow my business. I don't want to feel like I want to be seen. I want to just crawl in a hole. But, and I wanted to do that for a little while too. And then I realized- Because your progress moon was in cancer. The last two and a half years, your progress moon was in water. Mm-hmm. It just changed this month. Yeah. You have to come and out then, now, Kelly. And then I realized, yeah, it was, it must've been, you know, that happening. And I realized I cannot do this because I'm going to be doing more harm than good to myself and to the people who I'm connected with um, consciously or unconsciously. And so once I fig- once that stuff started to click, my ego got out of the way, the unworthiness got out of the way, the fear got out of the way. And I just am like, I need to express myself. And then the other thing that I really focused on and I've been sharing with my within my membership community is getting really, 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 really clear on belief systems and figuring out what is it that we actually believe, because I feel like that's where we get tripped up because there's so much change and so much uncertainty. It's like, I don't know what I believe anymore. And um, so so that's where I can insert you guys. Nothing's wrong. We live as millennials, as young adults as you know, people that have children, like, what am I handing my kids? This is a critical moment. And there could be a stillbirth. If we really screw it up, we could ruin the birth. Mm-hmm. If we ruin, we, we can't partner in the in that room, the midwives start to fight. And that is possible. So every single one of us have to operate with the deep belief to your point that says, everything has happened before. This is not the first time we've been at a critical turning point. Empires go up and they go down. America's on her way down. However, out of the ashes is born a creation that's brand spanking new. And in our creation, there's podcasts, there's astrologers who are women, there are people who get to be themselves. There's no more constraint and control. Like, whoa. So, positive angle on a very negative story brought to you by Deborah Silverman. <laughs> I love that. And one of the things that I really love about um, your interview program too, something that I love about how it's uh, like, I can watch your recording videos and stuff is your meditations. Is that something that you learned from somewhere or is it like an intuitive thing that you started connecting like elemental? Cause I love how shamanic they are and how connected they are with, you know, the heavens and the earth. And it's so. Exactly. Oh, good for you, Kelly. So yes. Soothing. How did I find that? I was living in Toronto and I found a teacher when I was very young who was an esoteric teacher. She was in her 80s. I was in my 20s and I thought she was my best friend. And she was. And she taught me about the esoteric laws of connecting to the earth. So there are free meditations for anyone interested. There's free meditations on my website. The um, In the school, of course, you get the meditations also. And they are ways to soothe. It's such a great question you're asking. 
How do we become an elder or a wise wisdom keeper or a midwife if our internal world is so scared? It has to be soothed. How do I self-soothe? Well, meditation, I find guided meditation really helps. I can't do it without, I can, now I can as an elder, but when I started, I had to have somebody talk me through my internal dialogue would not go off, said the Gemini. So I I did those to help the people that need to meditate with guided meditation and they're free and they're on my website. So feel free to go there, you guys. The class is $1,000. The interview class, which will be right when the the cart closes on September 3rd, is $500. But if you want to um, learn on your own and you don't have very much money, do you know about the library that I have? You would love the library, Kelly. Yeah, the Star Community Library, which is $200. And it's a lifetime. We pay for it once. And then you have all these videos you can watch to go learn astrology if you don't have money. So there you have it. Love it. Okay. I have one last little segment that we're going to do. It's really fun. You're going to love it. And it's called Boil It Down. So I'm going to ask you questions, like just a simple question, and you have to boil it down to one word answer. Yeah, that's a lot for a Gemini. Okay, go. I know. If you weren't an astrologer, what would you be? A waitress. <laughs> really? I love being a waitress. Okay. I've never done it, but I want to do it so bad. That's funny. I used to want to be a checkout lady at the grocery store. Okay. Because it's so cool. You get to like scan. The- a waitress. I don't even care about what they what birthday they are. I just want to give them their food. They tell me what they want and I give it to them. It's so easy. <sighs> okay. What's your favorite movie? Wings of Desire. It's a film about angels who lost their wings and they're trying to get them back. It's very sweet. Okay. Yeah. It's a great film. See, this is, this is the juicy stuff that everybody really wants to know. I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Go. Favorite color. Turquoise. You can only visit one planet. What is it? What? You can only visit one planet. You get to visit one planet. That's what they told me when I got here. And I think I made a boo-boo. I think I got to think about that. I, w- I got to think about that. I-, I made the mistake of saying earth. I should have probably said something else. <laughs> I- I, uh, let's see, one planet. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely go to, um, this is going to sound bad, but I would go to Uranus. Okay. Why would you want to go to Uranus? I one word answer. <laughs> um, um, eccentricity. <laughs> I love this Ooh. game. I hope it never stops. Eccentricity. I want to look at my little headset. My, I like I to be it. eccentric. Oh, that's great. That was my last question. No, ask me some more. I'm okay. liking this game. All right. All right. Um, you are on a stranded island. What's the only thing that you have? A tarot deck. Oh, okay. Um, you're on a boat at sea for uh, 365 days. You can only take one person with you. Who is it? He'll kill me, but I think it's my son, but he, he'd get mad at me. Mom, really? That's what he'd say. <laughs> but you still want him. I would, oh my God, I love him so much. Okay. Um, I'll give you one. Okay. The part about you that you wish you could change. Nothing. <gasps> right answer. Okay. Um, the last time that you really felt 
so happy to be in a body. No. Ah, look at her. <laughs> okay. Okay. And last one. Okay. The first car that you had in high school. Oh my gosh. A Beretta, 1980. Exactly. Okay. I think we did it. A Beretta. What is a Beretta? A Chevy Beretta. It was a 1980 Chevy, red Chevy Beretta with a rusted, uh, rusted gas tank that my grandfather welded a metal plate over top of with a hanging down gray ceiling and no uh, radio with cranking windows. The whole thing turned into a TV show. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's and all my friends are driving story. like brand new, like, you know, fancy cars cool and like Jeeps cars. and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> hey. Hi. But uh, you're so pretty. You got away with it. Oh, uh, my God. That was so funny. That was fun. All right. Thank you, Deborah, so much for being here. This was Astrology great. rocks, you guys. It's the way to get back to yourself. Don't hesitate. We give you a week return. If you didn't like the class, we give you your money back. And we're getting Kelly in level one. So I'm going to work that out. Unless you're really busy, I will respect that. Because guess what? Today. There are, count them, seven planets in Earth today. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah. Sun and Mercury in Virgo, like, oh Uranus and Taurus, Moon and Vir- Moon and Capricorn, Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto. That's ridiculous. So I'm not pressuring anyone, but take your time to consider, Kelly, how much happier you'd be if you took level one and you could speak astrology and do that with your clients and with your podcast. You'd be like, brilliant. you're already brilliant. You only took interview. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Okay, I'm going to write to my person right it. now. I kept uh-huh, looking at uh-huh. I keep looking at my emails and how many days I had left to decide. Oh my god, you and everyone else. That's the weirdest thing. People procrastinate. Know. You know what happens? Do you know about this? The last day of the launch, dun, 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 September 4th. I'm like, "Oh my god, I would have been the first one signing up because I want the right mentor." And by the way, we are just to be perfectly honest, we're running out of mentors. Like we may have to put people on for the next year because there's so many people signing up. So I'm going to tell her right now. Okay. Kelly is in level one. I'm telling her right now. And if you're listening right Kelly, now, you can't really wait because interview cart closes today. So go click the link, get yourself in. It'll change your life. The interview cart isn't even open today. You're making shit up now. No, this is going to be airing in September. Oh, forget the whole thing. Wait a minute. What day does this go out? September. <laughs> oh my God. See, we, we had this all taken care of. Until I had to ask questions. Cause okay. that's what I'm like. And of course, um, September, I think September 17th. Okay. You can only do interview. <laughs> okay. But here's the deal. There's a wait list for January. And if I were you guys, I'd get on it now and tell them Kelly sent you, but Kelly, you're going to get into the class and I'm going to tell them right now that you're getting the family rate. I'm giving it to you for ridiculously cheap. Shh, don't tell anyone. Thank you. (laughs) When we turn this thing off, I can tell you everything. Hurry up, turn it off.